Hey, welcome to episode number 33 of the Go To Physio podcast. In today's episode, I take you behind the scenes in my staff training this week while we are on lockdown, and more specifically, identifying the characteristics of the patients that when you see them in your diary, your heart sinks. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Go To Physio podcast. My name is Dave O'Sullivan, and thanks for joining me again today. Well, we are on week three of the, the lockdown now, and what I wanted to do this week is I've said in a Facebook post um, at the end of last week, I'll be honest, I'm a bit sick of talking about telehealth. I'm a bit sick of talking about um, marketing and 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 almost the business business side of, of things, cash flow forecasts and all that. So I want to get back to um, clinical content this week because that's where uh, my passion and 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 heart is is at really. And what I wanted to do today's podcast is still help you in terms of um, you know overcoming this um, very tricky situation and get you prepared so that when you are back in the clinic that you can really um, take forward steps um, as well while also getting back on the clinical uh, content side. So what I've been doing um, this week, as I said, I'm using this as an opportunity and the more actually, to be honest, the more we go on and the more um, I spend time with my staff, the more I realized that this was um, a blessing in disguise really to to clean up a lot of things, um, both with my therapists and, and with admin staff in terms of um, the, the customer journey for for the patient, but also what we're actually doing in the in the actual treatment session. So what we've been working on this week and identifying is really the things that are the characteristics of a patient where when you see their name in the diary, your heart sinks. Okay. And look, we've all been there. Okay. And if you know if you've never had that, then uh, you must be at Mother Teresa, okay? Um, if if you're not going to admit it, that's fair enough, okay? But, you know, I think what's a really, really interesting exercise to do, and this came, I, I'll be honest, you know, I'm sharing quite a few uh, video clips over the, the weekend, uh, the Easter weekend, depending on the time you're listening to this. Um, I'm going to share a lot of the clips of, of my trainings with my, with my therapists. And um, this uh, kind of exercise came up by accident, actually, when uh, Sarah asked the question, um, and it just triggered me to, or I think it was Amy, and, and it just triggered it, uh, me to ask them a question is, okay, um, with this patient where your heart sinks, you know, list the characteristics that um, that come out when, you know, with, with that patient versus list the characteristics of a patient who you really enjoy working with and, and you love working with. And it, we kind of brought it, um, you know, on a on a deeper level, um, or one layer down, if you want to call it, as someone you know who we don't enjoy working with. Usually, they'll have these traits in common where that you know they're they're not doing their exercises, they're not engaged, they're not motivated, they, they're just looking for a quick fix, and um, you know they they don't seem. Um, or the the other one is you know you just don't seem to have a, a good rapport or a good good relationship or, or feel comfortable in their in their presence, and and that's really really interesting and. Um, so then we had a look at the, the characteristics of someone who you, you enjoy working with. And then you, you have your obviously your, your basics of the, the person you get on really well with. You enjoy their company. You um, they do their exercises. They're meticulous down to the T. 
um, that you know that actually Amy said uh, uh, she said exactly something along well, not exactly but some along the lines of the person comes in and they spend the first five minutes telling you exactly what they've done this week and they're making loads of progress and, and stuff like that and, and I think the thing the, that word progress is important as well it's usually it's the patients that are making progress they come in all happy they're the patients that that you don't mind whereas it's the ones that aren't making progress you know you you almost uh dread uh them coming in because it's it's awkward you know when something a patient's not making progress and um you know your your position as the expert and you're the one that's positioned as as having all the answers it can be uh it can make you feel a little bit uncomfortable so that was kind of the first layer down and then when we started to dissect that even further we kind of got down to the nuts and bolts of it really and, and this is uh something i'm going to put together a cheat sheet in the coming uh weeks uh as well i'll be putting it uh, i'll be sending it to my email uh list so anyone who's on on the the email list you you'll get a a um a copy is the, of this very shortly so keep an eye out and that is um the the five kind of big things that we we brought it down to is when we started to define the patient and that's kind of where we're at literally today we, we've kind of finished up on this today uh this part when we've kind of gone through what's happening in the in, like really we, we've been like tearing apart what we're saying to patients um in our in our first session you know um to ultimately command authority and command buy-in to exercises and all the stuff that we can do to overcome the characteristics of a patient that we don't enjoy working with we've torn it all apart and um you know we're, we're right down to the what we're saying to patients how we're saying it and, and all that so we, we've spent a good week working on that um and again the ultimate outcome of that is is what we wanted is we want the patient who's committed motivated um we and they have a clear um goal okay our end goal and they're very clear and we're very clear on where they want to get back to we design a treatment plan specific to to their needs and um ultimately we we get on um well with them or certainly we we feel comfortable in their in their um in their presence so that kind of brings us on onto the other side of it is the characteristics when we cut all the crap and we get down to the the um the, the deep side of it is it's usually a patient with, with one of these five five and a half um things that that's ultimately the the driver of the problem that is that they're not committed enough or not motivated enough um they don't see the value in the sessions okay or maybe appreciate the value of what they're doing or the value of maybe the rehab exercises or something like that you don't feel very comfortable in their presence again or you don't have rapport with the patient at the moment um and there just seems to be a mismatch or you're not on the same page where you're basically um you're um you know you're trying to take one direction they want to go another that could be someone who just wants hands-on etc or they, they lack clarity okay so what we want by the end of um our initial assessment basically and again i think this is is really important and this is something um, I've posted in the mentorship group um, yesterday as well, and it's something um, that, you know, the mentorship therapists and a lot of you listen to the podcast. Um, this is something you're going to see a lot, lot more of in the mentorship, and that's the actual uh, skill set of command and authority. Okay, and I'll talk a lot about more about this in, in coming weeks in, in the, the podcast as well. And, you know, for the first time now, because I've had time to actually think about this and and do bits of role play with my own staff and and you know i've got 
uh, really good staff, very, very fortunate to have great staff, uh, which isn't fortunate in a way. There's, there's a process we, we do to make sure we have good staff and, and the culture's right. Um, so it's not it's not by luck, um, but that, that's a conversation for another day. But really good staff um, whose hearts are in the right place, etc. But they're very different personalities. Okay, so again, how one person says something versus another, you know, if you're just kind of trying to learn off something, then it's it's going to sound very very, um, you know, uh, not quite right. Whereas if they truly understand what they're saying, then how they say it in 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 their skin, so to speak, it. Um, it, it resonates well with the patient and what we've kind of come down to is we want by the end of our initial um, assessment is we want to have no doubts in our mind that the patient is committed and motivated that we've got a clear understanding of where they want to get back to okay and it's not just to get rid of the pain but where what it is they want to get back to what they need to be able to do and um what they want to be able to do okay and that's that's two different uh things that we need to prepare the patient for okay um, and that's again another episode um, in itself what does the patient need to be able to do on a daily basis versus what do they want to be able to do okay and your treatment plan needs to consider both of those we want to make sure that we have some bit of rapport or you know we're, we're getting some bit of a, a bit more comfortable around the patient after the initial um, assessment and again there's, there's simple ways you can do that and that you're both feeling uh, comfortable and on the same page. Okay, so being on the same page means you both have clarity on the treatment plan, where you're going, and um, that you're both going in the same direction, basically. So the treatment plan is specific to, uh, goes back to that, um, that person's uh, wants and needs. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's show. For more clinical content and tips to help you implement this content in the real world, please visit thegotophysio.com for more information, including my six-step patient adherence checklist, which you can download for free. And also there's more blog content that helps you implement this stuff in the real world. You'll also find links to my YouTube show, The Go-To Physio Show, as well as lots of more information to help you become the go-to therapist, helping real patients get real results in the real world. And then the, the final thing that we put down is that we need to obviously be able to rule out any red flags and also uh, identify yellow flags or address these yellow flags in the, the initial assessment. Okay, so again, you'll see um, clips of this on our Instagram and our, our, our Facebook page. Um, the, just the go to physio Facebook, the go to physio Instagram, you, you'll pick that up pretty quickly. Um, and I'll be sharing some of this stuff, but I thought it was really, really interesting um and now as i said i'm starting to get an understanding of of different um of different issues where uh which is actually when you think about it, you have time to think about this stuff and, and look at it it's actually a lot of this stuff is very very um straightforward to to overcome okay and it always goes back to and this is the the big takeaway it always goes back to the the quality of the questions you're asking a patient and that's ultimately what we've been doing for the last two weeks um, and how we kind of got to this point and actually done that exercise is we've been working on asking better questions. Okay, so if we ask better questions, we're going to get better answers. Okay, and one of the drills that I have the mentorship therapist doing now is if you had only eight questions to ask a patient the subject of assessment so that you could um, have no doubt in your mind that they're committed, motivated, you're clear on what they really want to get back to and what they need to get back to, 
um, you include in those eight questions is going to give you enough to build some rapport or relationship with the patient and you both are comfortable um, and on the same page of where they want to get back to and you've been able to rule out uh, red flags, yellow flags. So ruling out red flags uh, would be, you know, classified as one question, so to speak, okay? Um, just to, to keep it straightforward. So really good exercise, making you get higher quality answers from, from asking high qu higher quality questions, basically. Okay, so um, something to think about uh, this week, something a little bit different, but again, I thought it, um, you know, I think a lot of, um, a lot of therapists might find it, find this useful, and it's uh, it's something that I'm we're, we were you know a bit skeptical at the start when we were doing this stuff um, last week, and now you know this week is a big shift in in the therapists, and I think they can start to really see the value in this now as well, and uh, reflecting on you know what they could have done with past patients who maybe weren't as motivated and um, and weren't as committed and. Um, that all goes back down, you know, I talk a lot about authority. Um, I think it's a very, very important skill that a therapist ha has with a patient where they, they command that authority um, in the session. Whereas, you know, I think a lot of therapists that lack authority, that's where the, the patient almost guides the treatment plan and the patient kind of um, wants to lie in the bed for an hour or wants to lie in the bed for half an hour and just get hands on. Okay, so I think that that to me is a symptom of a lack of, a, of authority. And I think there's a lot of stuff we can do in the initial assessment to overcome that. Anyway, that's that's my thoughts. That's where my head's at this week. That's the um, the opportunity that I'm taking this week while we're on lockdown with the staff to do staff training is um, is to, to work on all, all of these aspects. And um, as I said, I hopefully you got something from that this week. Um, I will see you next week again when, um, as I said, I'll be sharing more and more clips of staff training. So we might keep it on this team uh, for another week or two. And then um, I've got a little bit of a mini series for the podcast um, coming up very, very soon uh, for you as well. Been working hard behind the scenes on getting a cheat sheet ready. And it's a cheat sheet on, we've called it the shocking secrets of the diaphragm and pelvic floor uh, PDF. Okay. So again, um you know keep an eye out for it um it's you know the title of it you know it's obviously in tongue and cheek but it, it may shock quite a few therapists um anyone who's been listening to the podcast um you know it may or may not shock you some of the stuff but um obviously uh you need you know if you've listened to the last few podcasts you can kind of see why we've uh why we've called it that and working on that so in that pdf i've put together a, a cheat sheet for the mentorship therapists of of the influence of the pelvic floor and the diaphragm can have on the rest of the body and, and really how you know to help you look at the body as a whole so we're going to be making that available to the public uh very soon keep an eye out for that pdf you'll find that at www.thegotophysio.com uh, either next week or, or the week after and um hopefully you'll enjoy that and i've got a bit more content around all around that and um and help you look at the body as one looking at the person rather than just the side of pain and um, designing a treatment plan, a step-by-step -step treatment plan for the patient that actually uh, gets them where they want to get to rather than you trying to take a patient with your skill set, you know, and, and trying to mold them into, into exercises that you feel comfortable teaching with is actually understanding what they need and designing uh, the exercises to, to fit their needs and wants. Okay, so that's it for this week. Head over to www.thegotophysio.com and you'll find lots of resources um, there as always. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I will see you next week.